brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yes, 949-445-1119. Call now. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. This is an NBC News Radio special report. Communities across the country are marking Juneteenth. June 19th commemorates the day in 1865 when soldiers arrived in Texas to tell the last group of slaves in the country they were free. A speaker at the Brooklyn Juneteenth event said the movement needs to continue past today. We don't want the Black Lives Matter movement to end with us just having the legal authority to make sure that no one can choke us to death and nothing come of it. Civil rights leader Reverend Al Sharpton will take the stage in Tulsa tonight to celebrate Juneteenth. He's headlining the event I Too Am America. The North Face is joining the advertising boycott against Facebook. The California-based outdoor recreation company said today it's suspending all paid advertising on the platform effective immediately. The NAACP and Anti-Defamation League are among the civil rights groups halting ads on Facebook over what they called a failure to regulate hateful content. I'm Brian Shook. This message is from DNA Financial Group, a taxpayer advocacy group who can represent you before the IRS and help you resolve your IRS problems. On March 21, 2020, the IRS extended the tax day deadline from April 15th to July 15th, 2020. This deferment of filing and paying applies to all taxpayers, including individuals, trusts, and estates, corporations, and other non-corporate tax filers, as well as those who pay self-employment tax. On March 25, 2020, the IRS launched its People First Initiative to provide financial relief for certain taxpayers. This initiative provides a blanket hold of enforced collections, including liens and levies, until July 15, 2020, for nearly all taxpayers, businesses, and individuals alike. This initiative also stops all installment agreement and offering compromise payments until July 15, 2020. Individuals and businesses in direct debit installment agreements are encouraged to contact their banks for stop payments. 
If you have submitted an offer in compromise, the IRS is providing an automatic extension of time for approvals until July 15, 2020. This message is from DNA Financial Group. DNA Financial Group helps businesses and individuals resolve IRS problems. DNA provides an alternative to the impersonal approach of other IRS resolution firms. DNA will address your IRS problems with personal attention and creative strategies that will resolve your IRS issues. Call DNA Financial Group at 866-201-0156. DNA has a simple motto, your success is our success. Visit the DNA website at www.dnafingroup.com or call DNA at 866-201-0156. This is Gary Garver. In these trying times, many people are depressed and lost because the future of our society is up in the air. People turn to drastic measures, including the abuse of drugs and alcohol. If you're going through these troubling times and turning to substance abuse because you're feeling there is no hope, we have a way for you to see the light. SAD, or Stop Abusing Drugs and Alcohol, is a nonprofit organization that will help you, at no cost to you, stop abusing drugs or alcohol. Founded by Tony Navarchi, SAD will refer you to the top detox doctors in your area. If you're having financial hardships, SAD will pay every and any cost for you, including doctor visits, counseling, and medications. Save your life and contact Tony. You can reach out to him by calling him personally at 310-999-1887 or visit the website saddetox.com. That's S-A-D-D-E-T-O-X.com. Doggy Matt in Chino wants to remind pet owners of the importance of spaying and neutering. Shelters overflow with unwanted pets. Spaying and neutering helps prevent this and has many health benefits too. That message is courtesy of Doggy Matt at 5664 Riverside Drive in Chino. For all breed dog grooming with years of experience, call 909-590-3894. Doggy Matt is on the air because they care. They say, welcome back, stay safe and secure. Do you like KC Country Junction overnights at 1 a.m. on KCAA? Then head over to kccountryjunction.com for more. Anytime you want. That's kccountryjunction.com. This is KCAA. Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Jolie Root, the Senior Nutritionist for Carlson. Uh, Jolie is a regular contributor to the show and has had some very important information for us uh, always, but especially now during the COVID-19 worldwide pandemic. As it turns out, omega-3s, which Carlson Fish Oils has been 
proud to have uh, for a very long time. They're one of the uh, leaders in nutrition, as I mentioned whenever Joel is on the show, that Carlson Fish Oils was the first person or the first company uh, with Susan Carlson, who's a registered pharmacist, and her father, a registered pharmacist. They promoted and discovered the use, I shouldn't say discovered, but promoted the use of natural vitamin E, D-alpha tocopherol, plus the beta, delta, and gamma tocopherol vitamin E. And Carlson introduced this natural vitamin E in 1965 when it was really cutting-edge technology. Being pharmacists, they wanted to recommend this natural vitamin E to the hospitals and physicians. Unfortunately, the hospitals and physicians were not interested, but the natural foods community was. And so Carlson, in 1965, introduced natural vitamin E to the marketplace. Today, it seems rather quaint, but at the time, it was cutting-edge technology. So, Jolie Root, welcome to Here's to Your Health. I guess it does seem quaint, but, you know, that well, that was also 55 years ago, so we've come a long way. Yes, yes, no, actually, we have. We've come a long way. Hi, Joel. Yes, we have come a long way, and I guess maybe the word "quaint" is really maybe an incorrect term. Uh, but it, now we kind of take it for granted that this better vitamin E, this more complete vitamin E, is the way that we can get benefit from vitamin E, not just the D alpha, which even might be synthetic and petroleum based, but the natural D alpha carful vitamin E, not the DL alpha, which you see still in many of the drugstores, a synthetic vitamin E, which has uh, seems to have much less value. So again, Carlson really gets credit for that. And also, I believe, on fish oils, which we're talking about today, that Carlson, in the very early 80s, managed to revolutionize fish oils as well. And so they are considered the leader in fish oils. And I like fish oils because people can relate to it. It seems very conservative. People know exactly what fish oils do. Everyone likes it. The results are pretty quick. Usually within a week, you feel the results. So I'm very happy to talk about fish oil. Well, I heard a statement about a week ago. I was watching an interview with a doctor that I'm sort of a, I guess I'd say I'm a fan of this doctor. Um, his name is Derry Mosafarian, and he is the dean of the Friedman School of Public Health at Tufts University. He's a cardiologist, and he, came, he was the dean of the School of Cardiology at Harvard, But the thing that makes Dr. Mosafarian really still different, even in this day and age, is his attention to nutrition. That's what he publishes about diet, how food is either medicine or not. Um, And I was watching this interview with him, and he said only 12% of Americans are considered to be metabolically healthy. And the interview was about COVID-19, and it was a conversation about, you know, why don't we hear more about diet and its relationship to a person's likelihood of having a not-so-difficult time if they catch coronavirus or, in some cases, uh, you know, a, a severe case of the coronavirus, and Dr. Mosafarian said the reason is these underlying factors, which are the definition of poor metabolic health, they are the things, they are the deciding factors about whether or not a person is likely to get a severe case of this infection or not. And the the term metabolically healthy was interesting to me because you and I talk about this 
all the time. We talk about the metabolic syndrome, which is excess fat around the middle, hypertension, high blood sugar, high triglycerides, a poor cholesterol profile, about being overweight or being obese. We talk about these things so often that I guess I forget what a wide swath of the population they affect. But when he said that only 12% of Americans do not have one of these things, either high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, or pre-diabetes, or obesity, that, to me, was a shocking number, Josh. Yes, that is very shocking, uh, Jolie. Uh, our guest is Jolie Root, the senior nutritionist for Carlson, Carlson, the makers of the great fish oils. Only 12% don't have these other problems. That, I think, is really frightening, actually. Exactly. And so, it, it, rather than, you know, to say 88% of people are affected with some kind of poor metabolic health, I mean, it just sounds like, shish, well, there's nothing to do about it. But if you break it all apart, if you look at what we're talking about here, which is obesity, but also high blood pressure or high cholesterol or diabetes or pre-diabetes, the, uh, one of the common factors that plays a role in any one of those things is whether you have good omega-3 status or poor omega-3 status, because... The characteristics of what doctors call the metabolic syndrome, all those things, excess fat around the middle, hypertension, high blood sugar, high triglycerides, poor cholesterol profile, all of those factors suppress the immune system and increase the risk of infections, pneumonia, and cancers, and they're all associated with low-grade, body-wide inflammation and COVID killed by causing an overwhelming inflammatory response that disables the body's ability to fight off pathogens. And omega-3s are associated with supporting blood pressure in the normal range. They are associated with having better HDL, the good cholesterol, having lower triglycerides. They are associated with having a leaner body mass. When you eat the healthy fats, like the olive oil and the omega-3s in fish, you're less likely to be a person that's overweight or obese. And omega-3s directly influence inflammation. They support a healthy inflammatory response, but they don't they, they are actually the initiators of the resolution phase of inflammation. It is the omega-3s that have the job in nutritional medicine of, of acting as resolvents. And what that means is they resolve the inflammatory response when the inflammation has done its job in a healing response. So when I heard him say that and heard him talk just a little more, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I hope I'm not guilty of being one of those persons that every time anyone has a conversation, I say, but fish oils, but in this case, I am that person. <laughs> I see that fish oils have a role to play everywhere here. Wow, that that is really very nice news. Uh, you know, again, I always like fish oil because almost everybody can relate to fish oil. They understand the yeah. value of fish oil. So now, how does fish oil help us now? 
Well, the idea is that we want to have a healthy immune response and a healthy inflammatory response, and we don't want to. We want to do something about these background conditions that make us more vulnerable to this infection. So look at blood pressure. In blood vessels, the omega-3s improve endothelial function. That's the inner lining of the blood vessels. That's exactly where COVID is attacking people, the endothelial lining in the lungs and all the other blood vessels in the body. The omega-3s protect the endothelium. They relax the smooth muscles that are what blood vessels are made of, and that makes the blood vessels dilate. They're anti-inflammatory. They, they prevent unhealthy clotting, and they decrease arterial wall stiffening. So that's just blood pressure. Um, if you look at cholesterol... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They raise the HDL, and that means that triglycerides come down, and that means normalizing a lipid profile. Um, if you look at inflammation, they help the body to produce anti-inflammatory compounds to counter the effect of the pro-inflammatory compounds that are part of the standard American diet. And they even help to stabilize and normalize blood sugar levels, which is one of those background drivers of prediabetes, diabetes, heart disease, and inflammation. So they play a direct chemical role. They are really chemical messengers in the body that help to normalize the physiology of the body. And I think that we're at a time where things like the omega-3s, vitamin D, vitamin C, which is also a big supporter of healthy blood vessels, healthy endothelium, I think that we're at a time where those elements that, that we talk about all the time on here, Cedar Health, have just never been as important as they are right now. Right. This does sound like very good information. Our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Now, how would we use the fish oil? Would we, you know, capsules, liquid, what do you suggest, and what potency of the EPA, DHA do you find valuable? Well, we recommend 2,000 milligrams of EPA, DHA combined. So you look at your fish oil product, and it doesn't matter if it's an encapsulated fish oil or if it is a liquid. Sometimes the liquids, people sort of shun the idea of a liquid fish oil because they feel like, oh, it's going to be very fishy, but they've never tried the Carlson products if that's the thought process because, as you know, the Carlson products either taste like lemon or taste like orange or taste like lemon lime, but they don't taste like fish. So they are um, easy to add to something that you're going to eat. With children, we do it over popcorn or stirred into yogurt or something, you know, stirred into salsa with chips and salsa. With adults, 
either right off the spoon or sprinkled over your salad at lunchtime. Um, you know, there, there are so many ways to use them, but the dose is 2,000 milligrams combined EPA and DHA. You want to do that on a daily basis. Uh, remember that if you eat salmon or uh, some other cold water fish a couple of times a week, if you really truly do that, that nets you about 500 milligrams, so then your supplement dose would be about 1,500 milligrams. And with children, we go about half as much. So the kids' dose of, say, the liquid, the Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is half a teaspoon. And the adult dose, if it's a person that eats salmon a couple times a week, it's, it's a teaspoon. So it's just so easy to put that on your salad or stir it into your serving of hummus or something like that. Jolie, so when we're using the fish oils, do you suggest we take them with a meal? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, for, for starters, they are a component of food. So we would be getting them from eating fish if we lived, you know, on a coastal, in a coastal region where fish is one of the primary proteins. So it's an element of the diet and food. We get better absorption and bioavailability if we have them with a meal, and especially if we have them with a meal where there might be some other kind of healthy fat present, like the olive oil. So that's one of the reasons why I really love them done with a salad, because we usually are doing some kind of a vinaigrette dressing with with hopefully olive oil or grapeseed oil, something like that. Um, And that just gives you more bioavailability on the EPA and the DHA. Yes, I at home use a lot of salads, which I enjoy, and I do use uh, good quality olive oil and the uh, Carlson fish oil lemon flavor and some little seasonings and sometimes apple cider vinegar, and I find it's a great salad dressing, and I feel very good on it. And I'm always happy to say this, that I have found that the Carlson fish oils uh, have been good for cognition, and that kicks in right away. Also helps moisturize the skin, keeps the skin nice and moist and youthful, which I find great. So I really am a very big fan of the Carlson fish oils. I think they're just a remarkable idea for people to use, and again, an idea that people can relate to. And Jolie, we have about a minute left, so what are some of your final thoughts for the listeners of Here's to Your Health? I think it's important to realize that even in times where it seems like all the news is bad, the news for people who pursue health as a passion usually isn't as bad because you probably are somebody that is aware of the benefits of exercise. You're likely to be somebody that's aware of the difference that healthy food can make in your vitality and the different um, aspects of your physical life. And so remember that we have these amazing tools like the omega-3s, like vitamin D, like vitamin C, that can really take us to the pinnacle of health, even in dangerous times. Yes, yes, that's very well said. I agree with you, Julie. And how can listeners of Here's to Your Health find the Carlson fish oils? Well, carlsonlabs.com is the Carlson website, and you can do a search for your zip code to see who carries the Carlson fish oils in your area. They're available at natural food stores, natural pharmacies, and, of course, many, many different online 
uh, people carry it as well. So you can order them and have them brought to your home like so many other things that people are doing these days. That sounds very good. Our guest has been Jolie Root. Jolie Root, the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson makers of fantastic fish oils and known for the natural vitamin E. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is the environmentalist and filmmaker, Rebecca Tekel. And Rebecca Tekel, along with her husband, Josh, uh, documented the BP oil spill the disaster that occurred in the Gulf of Mexico uh, for the film The Big Fix. And that film, The Big Fix, premiered as an official selection at the 2011 Cannes Film Festival. And unfortunately, and by the way, it got great reviews, uh, reviewed very nicely in Rotten Tomatoes. The New York Times actually compared it to Silkwood, which is a big deal. Uh, and the Village Voice liked it. So some important papers uh, gave it very good press. And uh, they said it was smart, covert reporting that shames our news media by interviewing uncensored journalists, by speaking with locals whose health had been destroyed, and by interviewing scientists who hadn't been bought by BP. And uh, the big fix, it says, stretches into a mandatory viewing critique of widespread government corruption. So these are issues that many of us recognize are kind of really happening, we know it's happening in the environmental and wellness areas of our life, and unfortunately, Rebecca Tekel, when she was working on the film with her husband Josh, she, uh, the, the, about the Gulf oil, the disaster, the BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, Rebecca was exposed to the Corexit, which is a uh, substance used to collect oil and remove it from the oceans. And so we're going to talk to Rebecca about her film work and also about health problems that may have been experienced as a result of exposure to toxic materials. Rebecca Tekel, thank you for being a guest today of Here's to Your Health. It's my pleasure, Josh. Thanks for having me. Now, I'm happy to have you on, and you have a very lovely background in media, have some important films out, books out. You are an important environmental activist. I know that you and your husband live and children live in Ojai, and you're involved with the Regenerate Ojai movement. I think you actually founded it because you're concerned with heavy spraying of pesticides and herbicides and fungicides and miticides into not only the farms that dot the area of Ojai, but also that drift into the homes of the people who live there and the terrible health problems it causes. These are important issues that more and more Americans realize 
are important issues. Absolutely. I, you know, we saw a community being exposed to pollution during a massive cover-up of trying to get rid of the oil during the BP oil spill. But it was extremely surprising when years later we moved to this beautiful, idyllic community of Ojai in California and come to find that pesticide drift was drifting right into our backyard. It was being sprayed aerially onto neighbors' farms, and our whole community here is being exposed to it. In fact, it's the highest rate of spraying pesticides and herbicides per capita and per acre of any county in California, right here in Ventura County. Um, And we're a little bit unique because it's a farming county. We export a lot of strawberries and oranges and avocados, but unfortunately along with that goes a tremendous amount of spraying pesticides, toxic synthetic pesticides. And right here in the Ojai Valley where me and my family lived, our little refuge, it's over 50,000 pounds of these toxic synthetic chemicals sprayed per year. That's over five pounds per person. Yes, that is very upsetting to hear. Our guest is Rebecca Takel, who is an environmental activist and important filmmaker whose movies include The Big Fix, which was a very uh, big hit for her uh, and her husband, talking about problems with the environment from the BP oil spill. Also, their first film was called Fuel in 2008, won the Sundance Film Festival Audience Award for Best Documentary and was also shortlisted for the Academy Awards. So Rebecca has done some very good work. Now, let's just jump... Well, before we jump to Ojai and talk about the effect of this heavy spraying, what happened to you and your hubby when you were working on the film, uh, The Big Fix, and your exposure to Corexit? So what happened to you, Rebecca? (laughs) You know, I think I was a bit more naive than my husband. Uh, My husband, Josh, he grew up in Louisiana, surrounded by petrochemical facilities, he lived in a stretch of Louisiana known as Cancer Alley. So he was really clear about the, the dark side, the underbelly of the oil industry. But I grew up in Vermont. I'm from Ohio. I really didn't know. And so when we went down there and we were filming after the oil spill, during the oil spill, during the cleanup of the oil spill, very quickly on the news we heard the oil is gone. It's The beaches are clean. It's safe. Come on down. Eat the seafood. There was a huge media campaign to try to encourage people to eat food and go to the beaches and get you know, rooms at the resort. But the truth was is that every single night they were still dumping Corexit, which is, you know, they say that less least less toxic than table salt, but the truth is that that combined with the oil is extremely toxic, and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people down along the Gulf Coast were exposed to not just the oil that was in the water, but when that corexit comes in contact with that oil, it vaporizes, and it becomes invisible, and it goes into the air, and it seeps into the rainwater. People were finding oil in their pools inland, where it had gotten sucked up into a cloud, and then it rained oil down into their pool. The Corexit makes it so that the oil companies wouldn't be responsible for paying a fine that was associated with each barrel of oil that was collected. So after the oil spill, BP would have to pay a certain amount based on how much oil they were able to collect. 
as they're fine for polluting. But if they dumped all of this chemical dispersant on it, you couldn't collect it. You couldn't find them for it because you couldn't see it. And so instead of paying the money, what happened is they exposed the entire Gulf Coast region of people to this extremely toxic air, water, the beaches that were supposedly safe to go and swim in actually were causing women to have miscarriages. They were causing women to have malformed babies. They were causing children to have rashes. They were causing all kinds of health issues for people. And in the past, when you've seen things like this, like the Exxon Valdez, for instance, by the time the people who had personal injury from exposure to the oil came to court to finally have their day in court, over... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Part of those people had already died. And that's the same situation that we're seeing now in the Gulf Coast. People who got cancer, people who had birth defects, people who had miscarriages, those people still haven't had their day in court. And meanwhile, every single day, they've been suffering from the health impacts of the fact that BP didn't do the right thing, which was to actually clean up the oil, and instead, they dumped all of this chemical corrective on top of it. And so me personally, I was down on the beach. I couldn't see it. Everyone was saying that the beach was safe. And I started having a rash on my feet. I had a rash on my chest. I had blood come out of my ears. Um, I had a blood in my urine. I mean, some really unpleasant things. Um, and then ultimately I did have a miscarriage. And um, it was really, it was really, it was a, it was devastating for me to learn about what Josh already knew about that corruption. He kept trying to keep me off of the beaches. And I was like, no, we have to document this. They say it's safe. The scientists say it's safe. But it turns out, in fact, it wasn't. Wow. Wow. Our, our guest is Rebecca Tickell, the uh, filmmaker and environmental activist, uh, talking about the movie that uh, she and her husband Josh uh, filmed and directed uh, called The Big Fix, uh, which was about the uh, BP oil spill disaster in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, that Rebecca, that is, the things you said are just uh, chilling. I did not realize that the Corexit was really used as a way to, I guess, gather the oil, but also just for the way for BP to evade the costs of, of cleanup. That's just remarkable. I simply did not know that. And I didn't realize that the health consequences were so terrible. Has anything happened in the past 10 years? Is it better now, 10 years later? Well, certainly. I mean, the, in the industry, what they say is the solution to pollution is dilution. So there's a huge ocean out there, and the Gulf connects to that. And so 
you know, eventually over time, the ocean can heal itself and the animals will come back. But for years after the BP oil spill, the shrimpers would tell you that they were collecting malformed shrimp. And those shrimp were getting sent out. At some point, the Obama industry did a uh, Feed Our Troops campaign with all of the shrimp that they could buy out of the Gulf Coast because they they were trying to support the Gulf Coast and the, the shrimping industry there, which had really been affected by the BP disaster. So they collected all of those malformed shrimp, and they served them to our military as a way to support the Gulf Coast. And people, you know, we haven't eaten shrimp in like 10 years as a result of right. seeing what the water was that these shrimp were being grown in. But it wasn't just the shrimp. It was, you know, the people and, you know, the the air that was down there, everybody was affected. Now come to find 10 years later, yes, the dolphins were affected. Yes, there was a massive amount of dolphin death, dolphin babies death, miscarriages. I mean, everything that happened to people also happened to the wildlife there in the Gulf Coast. But I think about 10 years later, we're starting to see that that area has really begun to heal and it's starting to flourish again. Um, Even though since then there have been multiple additional oil spills, but nothing compared to what we all saw in 2010. Well, Rebecca, because you have such knowledge of these environmental factors, are things better now as far as legislation down there, or is anything better at all in the Louisiana area? Well, I mean, so obviously, it's the Cancer Belt, and you mentioned how uh, you know it's called the Cancer Belt, and your hubby mentioned it. Is, is, is there any is anything better now? Are people more alert? Is there anything we can hope about? You know, unfortunately, it's a mixed bag because the same people that are most affected by the pollution are also, they have their livelihoods dependent upon it. So it's an unfortunate situation where you have a lot of poverty and you have a lot of people that derive their income from shrimp or from oil because that's the industry that's in that area. And so even though there are major health impacts and there are activists, there are people down there that are aware, for the most part, they're going to find that they are for the oil industry because of how much money they are putting into the community there. Sure. Yeah, money's powerful, and I we all understand the power of money. Uh, our guest is Rebecca Tickell, who is a uh, filmmaker, an environmental activist, who is known for the film The Big Fix about the BP oil spill disaster in the Gulf of Mexico in uh, t- about 2010. Uh, also, Rebecca has a number of other important films. Uh, by the way, also a songwriter, wrote a song called Drive uh, for her film Fuel, which uh, won the uh, first was the first documentary in two thousand eight when the film a two thousand eight Sundance Film Festival Audience Award for best documentary and was also shortlisted for the Academy Awards. Uh, Rebecca has such an extensive background uh, I, we can't really cover it all in one interview. Rebecca, because you and your husband started uh, Regenerate Ojai, and because you and your husband and children live in Ojai, can you please tell us in the few minutes we have left about that uh, organization? Sure. Well, you know, we're really, uh, we're just a group of people that live here in Ojai, in the Ojai Valley, um, who have become aware of the fact that pesticide spraying in Ojai is just completely out of control. And this is food that's being shipped as high-dollar crops, like avocados and oranges and strawberries that are being shipped all over California, all over the United States, all over the world. And they're being sprayed with the most toxic chemicals available on the market. And some of the food that's being shipped out of here is labeled organic, 
but in fact, it's being sprayed with hazard and warning label chemicals that say on the label that it can cause death if inhaled. And the reason it's labeled as organic is because certain exceptions are made for the organic label if there's a blight. And so in in our situation, we have a pest called the Asian citrus psyllid, and it's in almost every citrus-growing region of the world. And because the farmers make a lot of money off of citrus, um, they're doing everything they can to protect their orchards from this pest, which means they're basically napalming the orchards here with chemicals with names like reaper and tombstone and deadline. And these chemicals, they don't just kill the pest but they kill the life in the soil, and they drift. And they can drift for up to six days, up to six miles, and everyone here in our community has been affected by it. Uh, You know, it's it's something that most people here have been in a lot of denial about, but it's been getting worse because of this pest. And so finally a group of moms here in the Valley have said, enough is enough. We're, We're tired of seeing helicopters fly over our house and spraying. We're tired of showing up to drop our child off at school, and there's people spraying. Uh, We just want to protect our children's health and our family's health and those who are most vulnerable. And unfortunately, the farmers have not been willing to come to the table. When we showed them the peer-reviewed science, the studies that have been done about the effect of these chemicals on human life, they looked at it, this is, I quote verbatim, said, that's fake. They just aren't willing to accept the fact that what they're doing could possibly be harming their community because their livelihood is at stake, which is selling oranges to the world. Right, right. This is all. This is all serious. These are serious issues. These are serious issues. And uh, you know, I've, I've always liked to say that. You know, I was. Uh, I'm an older man. I remember when it used to be lead in gasoline and in paint and in other products that finally took it out after fighting with 30, 35 years. They fought with everybody and they finally got it out. And I remember when people used to smoke cigarettes, 45% of the American population smoked in the early 60s, and now the number officially is 15%. So things do change with a lot of very hard work. Rebecca, we have about 30 seconds left. Tell the listeners of Here's to Your Health where they can contact you to find out more about your important work. They can go to regenerateohi.com because Ojai is not the only place. Regenerate Ojai, which is O-J-A-I.com. We're like every town in the U.S. that grows food. Um, you can learn what we're doing here to take steps to protect our community and encourage farmers to make the shift to regenerative agriculture, which not only grows healthy food, but it also can help draw carbon down into healthy soil. And we know we're looking for places to store carbon, and the ground naturally does that. And also a shout-out to Governor Newsom, who took a bold step in protecting children from these harmful chemicals by telling farmers that they have to start notifying their neighbors if they're going to spray, and also to start to make the transition to safer, healthier chemicals to keep the bugs off us. Our food. That sounds very good. Our guest has been Rebecca Tickell, the environmental activist and filmmaker who lives in Ojai and started the organization called Regenerate Ojai, worthy of your support. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health, and we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. And most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. 
Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these Omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem Soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep cold water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today. Every day is a day when only the best will do. Domacha's pure Japanese green tea created the only way matcha should be, the traditional way. Domacha is made from shade-grown leaves, harvested young, carefully destemmed, cold-stored, and always slowly stone-ground. Never over-processed, never superheated, and never any rough fiber fillers. Domacha green tea is flavorful and nutrient-rich. So why drink Domacha? Why drink anything else? We're back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is a regular contributor to the show, uh, Jeff Kerr. Jeff Kerr is the general counsel for the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, which is a very important group that has done some really surprisingly good work and had a lot of clout, uh, which is really uh, very nice. And uh, uh, Jeff is an attorney and from, from Virginia, and uh, some of the things his team has achieved, uh, a number of legal precedents uh, for animals, including the, the first defeat of the ag-gag law, and we'll talk about that. And also, here's something which I never heard of until I was doing some research for this. First convictions for crush videos. Crush videos are fetish productions in which women crush small animals to death, which is quite remarkably Ridiculous. And the first case also Jeff worked on seeking uh, constitutional protections for orcas uh, enslaved at SeaWorld and also has uh, done work for the first convictions of meat industry workers for cruelty to animals. And also his work helped in the largest seizure of animals in U.S. history from a reptile and exotic animal dealer. So Jeff Kerr has really helped us in the way that Americans think about animal welfare and also health. It's surprising how the animal welfare people have been very, very important in promoting better health in America. So I'm really happy to have Jeff Kerr as a guest of Here's to Your Health. Jeff, thanks for your time. Great to be with you again, Josh. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I gave you a nice uh, introduction there. And uh, so today, you know, we're very much concerned about uh, COVID-19. Obviously, it's on everybody's mind, as it should be. And there's been, we've reopened slaughterhouses. But your group, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, has some, done some very important research about the slaughterhouses and some of the problems that they have and how it affects our health. What are the things you're working on? You're exactly right, Josh. And as slaughterhouses reopen amid the COVID-19 pandemic, which everybody knows began in a wet market in China, and let's be clear, that's what factory farms are. Factory farms are just large, wet markets. And so it's incredibly important now more than ever that there is transparency in slaughterhouses and factory farm operations so that people can see for themselves the crowding and the filthy conditions 
that lead to disease outbreaks. And so it's in this context that we are especially speaking out again against these ag-gag laws, which are laws put forward by the agriculture, the factory farming industry, trying to make it illegal for investigators and whistleblowers to film uh, and expose cruelty to animals so that it can be stopped and turned over, and the information turned over to prosecutors to, uh, to pursue criminal charges against these abusers. Um, certainly in uh, every one of PETA's undercover investigations at factory farms, we've found sadistic workers kicking pigs in the head, spray-painting them in the eyes, stomping and throwing chickens and turkeys like footballs, uh, smashing pigless heads against concrete floors, and even beating and sexually assaulting pigs with steel gate rods and hard plastic herding canes. And, um, of course, um, that's why it is so insidious, that's why these ag-gag laws are so insidious. And now, more than ever, legislators should be passing laws that would require cameras in slaughterhouses and on factory farms uh, so that people can see exactly what goes into the production uh, of, of the meat that ends up on their plates uh, and uh, so that they have a full understanding of the real risk that leads to these pandemics. Uh, one of the things that's really important uh, is, of course, COVID-19 is not the first time that viruses have been tracked back to live animals. Um, more commonly, deadly outbreaks of mad cow disease, avian flu, swine flu, SARS, uh, MERS, HIV, hoof and mouth disease, and more have all stemmed from capturing or farming animals for food. So this is by no means the last pandemic we're going to have, uh, and we've really got to crack down uh, on these uh, horrific practices and factory farms. Yes, I think so. I think we need to. Our guest is Jeff Kerr, who is the general counsel for the group called People for the Ethical Treatment of Animal, PETA, which is actually a pretty well-known group. Now, Jeff, just to, to refresh my memory here, so the ag-gag law said that if I discovered that something was wrong at a slaughterhouse and I reported it, I would go to jail. Is that what you're saying? And then you decided and you were able to, to knock that law out of the courts? That, that's exactly right. Uh, your description is, is spot on. Um, PETA and another and a number of other groups have succeeded in preventing these kinds of laws from even getting to the desks of governors in 19 states. And in the states in which they were enacted into law, uh, PETA has been successful in getting them declared unconstitutional. Um, in 2015, we got Idaho's law declared unconstitutional. In 2017, we defeated Utah's ag-gag law. In 2019, we defeated Iowa's ag-gag law. And just last week, in North Carolina, we defeated the North Carolina ag-gag statute, uh, all on the basis that these laws, obviously, by your description, are an infringement on our fundamental right of freedom of speech. Um, you have to be able to get the evidence. You have to videotape the evidence of the cruelty so that you can give this proof to law enforcement authorities and regulators to then go after these abusers. And, of course, you know, some of these laws, some of these ag-gag laws try 
to require immediate reporting, say within 24 or 48 hours of an act of cruelty. Well, everybody knows that that's designed just to be able to allow the police to say, well, this is just an isolated incident, a rogue employee, uh, and they're not going to go after it. What our investigators document week after week, month after month, is the systemic uh, inherent cruelty in factory farms and slaughterhouses where workers abuse these animals over and over again to show the kind of pattern of abuse. And, of course, in, in part of that, too, is it's not just the cruelty of the animals, but it's the filthy conditions that can be the breeding ground for what would be the next pandemic. Uh, and it's not a question of whether, it's a question of when. Wow. Our guest is Jeff Kerr, who is the uh, counsel, general counsel for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, PETA, a very well-known group. Now, uh, Jeff, you know, some of the things you're saying really quite chilling that they would try to, you know, pass and for a while have these ag-gag laws, but in general you find that the courts are sympathetic, that indeed these laws are just unconstitutional, so has it been a terrible fight it is, a, it is a fight, uh, but it's a fight that, that we have to have and we will not shirk from. And no ag-gag law that gets passed um, is going to be immune from a challenge. Um, we, we have to absolutely fight these. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to make sure that um, these laws become a thing of the past. And the courts are rightly uh, not only uh, striking them down because of the animal protection issues, but also because of worker protection issues. These same laws would prevent workers who, are, who, who work in horrible conditions in these slaughterhouses and factory farms, uh, even in the best of circumstances. Um, it would prevent them from exposing workplace harms and workplace hazards. Um, so there's a host of problems, of course, from PETA's perspective. Our issue is first and foremost with exposing the cruelty inherent in, in the production of, of meat by the killing of animals. Um, but, yeah, that, and, and the courts uh, take it very seriously, and these have been victories in every federal court uh, that I just mentioned. Our guest is Jeff Kerr, who is the general counsel for the group PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Now, Jeff, I have a question. The employees at these slaughterhouses, and I guess there's just a few major corporations in the United States that really control the, I'll use the word, meatpacking industry. There's a very few number of corporations, and mostly they hire low-wage, undocumented workers who have no legal protections, no, no, no job benefits whatsoever. Am I correct in saying that? That, that's right. Uh, you're, you're talking about companies like Tyson and Cargill uh, and JBS, and we've written to all of them as slaughterhouses and factory farms have started to reopen, encouraging them to produce only vegan meats and get away from uh, the, the killing of animals for, for food. Uh, it would remove the disease risk. Uh, vegan meats are taking over. Uh, like wildfire in, in, uh, among consumers who know that they are healthier uh, and they are better for the environment. Uh, and so it would be a job creation and job security incentive for, the, for their workers. Um, and, you know, these are workers who are now being forced to go to work 
in, in what are obviously COVID-19 hotspots. Uh, some of these facilities have been reported to, to be the site of literally hundreds of cases uh, of, of COVID-19 outbreaks. Um, so when you combine the cruelty to animals, um, having their throats cut while still fully conscious, uh, and the potential for disease, and the harms to the workers, uh, it, it, the time has come to stop this. And, of course, the best thing that people can do to ensure that there are no more pandemics and to ensure a better environment and better health for themselves and better working conditions for the workers there is to go vegan. And they can get a free vegan starter kit at PETA.org. Okay, Peter Doc. Okay, that that sounds very nice. Uh, people like to hear this information now, Jeff. Uh, the work you've done as far as the workers at the Tyson plant, at Tyson's plant or Cargill plants, are, are any protections being put in place to protect the workers, or are the workers still kind of being pushed around? Well, I, the people who run these facilities to abuse animals uh, are no real friends for the workers either. I mean, if they were, they wouldn't be subjecting them. To, to the potential and the very real risk of COVID outbreaks, which is which is already happening as some of these facilities start to reopen. All righty. And if you don't mind, our guest is Jeff Kerr, who is the general counsel for the group, the organization known as People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, which has had, in my opinion, an enormous impact on well-being, not just of animals, that's important, but also of, uh, Amer- uh, you know, just, pe- just people in general, quite frankly, and wellness. And really, uh, PETA has really done a lot of extremely uh, good work. Uh, at one time, they were considered much more controversial, especially, you know, 20, 25 years ago, when they were were busy throwing paint on models wearing furs, which I thought was just a bad idea, frankly, because I thought, oh, that just radicalizes people and that makes them angry. That's kind of a little bit of a violent thing. And they, they cut that out. I hope you don't mind me mentioning that, Jeff, because, you know, organizations well, do go through times of different ideas. Sure. And in, and in fact, uh, that's a bit of an urban myth as well, Josh. I mean, certainly uh, PETA knows uh, how to do street theater demonstrations in order to get attention for the very serious issues that are plaguing animals in our society. And so we would use uh, those items on ourselves. Um, but um, certainly, you know, we have an obligation to get the attention of consumers and industry uh, and officials uh, in, order to tell, in order to tell the animal's story. No, no, I completely agree with that, and uh, I just, you know, I'm much older now and more conservative, Even, at, but even at the time, because I was, uh, let me just mention this by way of almost a boast, I was vegan from 1969 to 1976, so I know the doctrine, the ideas, and I, you know, felt they had merit, so I'm always happy to promote them, and I'm really very happy with the work of People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, and which is why I'm happy to have you on the show on a regular basis. Now, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about what what's the work that you did for the orcas enslaved at SeaWorld. Weren't you influential there as well? Uh, we have been. Thank you for, for raising that. Um, we sued SeaWorld uh, under the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that prohibits slavery. Uh, uh, and it was the first time uh, that anybody had ever argued for the constitutional protection of, uh, of constitutional rights for animals. Um, certainly, these uh, the five wild-captured orchids on whose behalf we sued, uh, they had been taken from their families in the wild. Uh, they were forced to perform tricks uh, 
they were forced to breed, and they were held against their will in barren concrete tanks uh, and denied everything uh, that was natural to them. Uh, these, are, these animals are the apex predator uh, in the ocean to cover 75% of the Earth's surface. They, they travel up to 100 miles a day in the open ocean, dive to incredible depths. They have their own languages, their own cultures, you name it. And here they are confined by SeaWorld to shallow, chlorinated pools solely for human amusement. And, and it was outrage. Um, the, the judge, uh, even though we didn't win the case, it changed the tenor of the debate. And I'm pleased to say that uh, just a couple of weeks ago, a judge in Pakistan cited our case as one of the cases he used to support setting free, getting transferred to a sanctuary, from 900 animals from a decrepit Islamabad zoo. So, um, you know, that, and that's our job in the animal rights movement, is to start laying the groundwork for fundamental animal rights, uh, sort of preparing the roadway uh, on, on which the highway to animal rights will be built. Well, that sounds great. Our, we have simply run out of time. Our guest is Jeff Kerr, a regular contributor to the show, and Jeff Kerr is the general counsel for PETA, which is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, and they've done some really very good work for animal welfare and animal rights, and also for human rights, too, quite frankly, because the two are very much interrelated. And I'd like you to please contact PETA, find out more about the organization, hopefully join and support them. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry, and of course, the rock star themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. And I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> This edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.
KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Mm-hmm.